Sorry to pause your game, but I'm Blaster Master. Master Higgins, it's our first episode ever. The first one. What are you going to do to celebrate? Same thing I do every time. And that is? Get drunk, pass out on the desk, and sleep it off. Yes. See, that's what I expected you to do, but I just wasn't sure. I, I had to make sure. I apologize. So, in this today's episode, we're going to be talking about EA's DRM stance. We have the Bioshock Infinite release this week as well as the new reveal of the Metal Gear Solid game. But our first topic today is the thing on everybody's mind, and that's Battlefield 4 trailer. This came out roughly a couple weeks after the SimCity uh, debacle, and they decided to give us 17 minutes worth of just beautiful action and, and splendor. Um, what were your thoughts, Master Higgins? Well, the first thing everybody's going to see, obviously, Frostbite 3 working gloriously. Mm -hmm. Now no longer is it there that one little fence post that doesn't quite go away and you can't shoot through it. Mm -hmm. No more of the pixel perfect problems. Mm -hmm. And you get this combined with fantastic looking explosions, sure. everything going off. Sure, you see sure. the part where he lobs the grenade at the guy behind a half wall yeah. <laughs> and blows the wall into him. No, it's it's beautiful. Yeah. Absolutely 100%. Now, let me just cut in. I Even though it was a 17 minute video, I'm still not sure if Frostbite 3 is actually going to be better or worse than Frostbite 2. Because, granted, yeah, this is, it was a great video, it was 17 minutes long, and the gra obviously graphically intense. But for me, that, that's not exactly the meat and potatoes of it, okay? Yeah, we got to see a scripted event of a tower just, you know, a building falling down. But that doesn't tell me what I'm going to be able and what I'm going to be able to not destroy. That's true. Uh, really, I mean, what it's going to come down to is the whole reason we lost faith in the Frostbite 2 engine was, again, the same thing, is yeah. that they improved a lot of features into it. Blowing a building apart takes a little bit more effort and mm -hmm. couldn't just lay into it. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, we're looking for a little bit more balance, too. You can't just knock out a keystone and then knock a yeah. structure. Right? And, and going back to what I was talking about, the single player is about as important to Battlefield as the brunette from ABBA. Okay, and that which really that that's the truth. No one cares about single player in Battlefield, and they're trying really, really hard to make that a thing. Okay, but uh, you and I both know I haven't even touched the single player in Battlefield Three because there's no it, point. It's too hard. And so the, the thing that they get at too though is that they're making the maps humongous for it, which is making the appeal for making the multiplayer game obviously. Great. Yeah. You get the 64-player support on the PlayStation sure, sure. 4. I mean, really, what we're really looking forward to seeing, big maps, what if they have a good first-player, or excuse me, single-player ability oh. into it? Because now you've got big enough maps to where you can actually do things with it. Oh, make no mistake. I want the single-player to be valid. I want the single-player to, to be what it should be for any sort of shooter. But... Again, we all know that's just not going to happen because everybody that has ever played Battlefield just wants to play the multiplayer. That's true. And, that, and that's where we're at. And one more thing I'd like to add. It makes me wonder if they would have released such a long trailer if the SimCity debacle didn't happen. Okay? Maybe they, they just wanted to cover it up a <laughs> that's little bit. That's what I'm saying. Push A to remove the Sims. Yeah, we're like, this didn't happen. <laughs> this didn't happen. This, this didn't happen at all. Subject, uh, the next subject we're going to do is uh, a little bit about just that and uh, in question. EA released the statement, of course, talking about how DRM is bad for the industry. 
Right after this. Okay, so this is the company that released Origin, trying to obviously trying to get into the market along with Steam. Um, not a bad idea. Everybody wants to have their own downloader. Nobody wants to have to use Steam as a third party, even though it's already a tried and true system. That's in place. The thing is, Origin only plays the game with DRM. Mm. They only do DRM things, as opposed to making downloadable games that you could just play by its own sure, self sure. with a serial key. Well, no, no, here's the thing. Frank Gabo actually came out and said during the meetings for SimCity that they actually said, we didn't even talk about DRM. And look, this is what everybody really needs to understand. If I'm always connected to your network and I have to be connected to your network, that's DRM. I mean, that, that, okay, you can phrase it up any way that you want and once again, this is EA just trying to cover its tracks from a sh from an absolutely horrible release, okay? And it, this is EA just trying to fix itself and saying, no, 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 we're not evil suits just shoving things down Maxis's throat. That's not happening. Okay. Come on, it, it, they stink. They stink. That's they, true. They've stunk for years, and now it's coming out. Well, and that's the thing, is that he actually gets into it is that they were trying to figure out a new way to do DRM. It's not, it's not even DRM. This is totally not DRM. Yes. This is being connected to a network. Oh, oh. Very, very different. Just like you said, I it's it's a new system. It's not DRM. It didn't come up in game development. Yeah. Never. Give me Never a break. did that. Give me a break. Look, honestly, and if two things. If Frank Gabo actually believes this, he's an idiot and shouldn't work at that company. If he doesn't, <laughs> if, okay. If he doesn't believe it, it makes him a liar. I mean, the, the, if they could just come out, you know, if you're gonna sell something to me, and you just just let me know everything that you're going to sell. Don't just give it to me and then have some hidden DRM or some hidden always online feature that's not DRM, quote unquote. And don't don't do that to me. If you're gonna sell me a game, sell me all of it and tell me why I need to be connected. To your <laughs> network, okay? That just tell me why. That being said, I mean the idea behind being connected to the other games is great. I mean, connect your cities, do whatever you need to. The problem is when the servers always crash. You can yes. count on it every single game, every single time, every single yeah, day, and, and always crashes. But this is nothing new for EA. They yeah. they they've stunk on launch day for years, with the exception of Madden, okay, which they stake their lives on. And I, you know, I, it's just bothering me to talk about them. Ding, ding, we're done. We're, we're over with. I don't even want to talk about it. Well, let's anymore. talk about the exciting bit then. Okay. Uh, and moving on, we're going to shift away from EA for a moment and go towards the Bioshock Infinite release, which has happened this past Tuesday. Um, so far, this game has not gotten a Metacritic, Metacritic score under 93, which is incredible for a game. 93 across all consoles and PCs as well. Mm. Um, a lot of people are calling this perhaps like an early game of the year candidate. What are your thoughts, Mr. Yeah, I mean, everybody wants to jump onto a game and say, oh, this is the best it's going to be. Yeah. Well, 
For me, it's got a lot of the right features, though. The storytelling into it is where you actually want to go and interact with other characters. You don't walk up and read a text box. Uh, you're not just going to talk, to talk to somebody just to progress story. You're walking by people having conversations. It immerses you into the universe. Yeah. Every building you walk into, you feel like you're in this building. Yeah. Now, and you remember that you're in this building. No, no. You know, I've, I've, I've been playing it over the weekend. You know, I just picked it up. And I, I got it for the PC version because now I have a gaming PC that I can actually do things with. That's what you do. Isn't it wonderful? Mm -hmm. um, but at this point, and this is a very important point that I think it needs to be made, people are asking or assuming that it's as good as the first one. I'm here to tell you, it's not. Now, this doesn't say that it's not a good game, okay? It is a great game. I'm enjoying myself, okay? And that's what I do when I play games. If I'm not enjoying myself, what the hell is the point? But my problem is they, they're trying way too hard to get that immersive, creepy experience that you got from the first one when you first entered that light tower. And it's just not there anymore for me. I've tried to, you know, uh, it's enjoyable. You're on a sunny like platform in the clouds. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's no way to do it. it. It's tough. They try to play with the religious card and everything like that, and I, I just... I can't get into it. I'm enjoying it. Hopefully, by the time I'm finished with the game, I'll be able to, you know, handle it. And Before we move out of this, yeah. checkpoints. We've got to move away. <laughs> These games have got to get away from checkpoints. Oh. Moving on. Moving on. Moving on. Other big thing coming out that we're uh, we get to get a little bit of a glimpse of is uh, Metal Gear Solid Five. Now this is technically coming out with a whole bunch of different names. Uh, you've seen a lot of different uh, call signs for it. Uh, you, you've seen literally four different uh, calls for it: the, the Phantom Pain. Uh, yeah. There's uh, numerous other mentions. Sure. And all of these are being discredited as the actual titles. Yeah. Uh, so nobody even really knows what it's called yet. But everybody's really excited because it's Metal Gear Solid. Well, and and you know, I, I I'll be the first one to say I I have not played the Metal Gear Solid franchise, and I'm sure I'll get a lot of booze for that. But ultimately, I I got the gist of the story behind everyone, and if I'm not mistaken, isn't Snake dead? Am I wrong in that? Well, like in I, the trailer, he's dead again. Whoa! <laughs> so, okay, but you know what? Maybe it's just a little bit of a metaphor for resuscitating a franchise kick, that continues to uh, uh, just die. Kick the dead horse. Kick, kick yes. the dead horse. Honestly, time. and it made me laugh. Konami tried so hard to surprise everyone when they decided to get a uh, a phantom company, a phantom. Uh, they they made a phantom site for it. They did everything. They even made uh, the creator, quote unquote, an anagram for Kojima. Okay, so I mean, they tried really hard, but literally everyone figured it out the second day after this it's phantom title came out. Okay, it's the internet. That's it's, what they do. It's I know. a never-ending machine. It, I, it almost makes me sad that they wasted that kind of money on it, and you know. But we'll move on. And moving on to the next topic. We see the GTA Five. <laughs> <laughs> um, GTA Five uh, released some screenshots this past week. Also, um, everybody was really excited with the high quality of them. Um, unfortunately, for everyone, seemed to be have gotten duped. They are from the current gen console. Now, this doesn't say they don't look great, okay? But uh, Rockstar did come out and say that they are for the current gen. They they did own up to it. But one wonders if 
they actually wanted to own up to it, you know? Well, so the nice thing about it is that it is technically a mod. It wasn't the original game. It's actually a mod that was built to generate higher graphics sure. out of it. So you always like to see fans uh, improving a video game. What you don't like to see is a company that, like, that like Rockstar, actually comes out and says stuff all the time about how they won't produce games for the Xbox 360 because it's not high power enough for it. That's why they've got to be on the PS3s. They've got yeah. to be on PC and yeah. all that kind of thing. And then they come out with this, and yeah. they can't even make a new graphic. I mean, I, I, it's okay. It, it's disappointing that it's not going to be on the next gen, because they, they, they've actually said that, I believe. But what I'm worried about GTA, and it, we've got up to the fifth game now, okay? Right. Uh, makes me wonder if the formula isn't tired yet. Okay. How many times the, can you still kick somebody out of a car and, and, and drive and, away? And run them over with the car you just stole. It makes me worried if the franchise isn't tired. It makes me worry, like I said, about the formula. Let's be honest. The GTA 4 series, I mean, it was a good storyline yeah. for it. But at the end of the day, you're right. Let's get a new mechanism in there somewhere. Next up, we got ourselves the night. Something really exciting to me anyways. I'm a big fan of the Mass Effect series. I've always been all about mm -hmm. it. You know what? Mass Effect 3's ending. Don't care. Still the best game I played. <laughs> God, that was all the way up to it. Anyway. But, nevertheless, okay. great all the way up to it. And then the one thing on everybody's mind was, how many times can you really sit behind cover while a dropship shoots you over and over and over, but you're invincible because you're behind a two-inch steel beam? Yeah. But what if they put Frostbite Engine in there instead? And now we get to find out. Indeed. Um, would, if not just Mass Effect, but they uh, they intend to make the next Dragon Age game with this with this uh, system as well. Again, I can't be excited until I actually see that Frostbite Three is better than Frostbite Two. That's okay? true. I can't be excited because when I played Battlefield Three and had the Frostbite Two engine, okay, I was incredibly disappointed that it wasn't anywhere near as fun as Bad Company Two was. That's now that's just my opinion, okay. But usually when I shoot a grenade at a wall, I want it to explode, okay? And you want to see bricks falling down. Yeah, uh, so uh, ultimately that's... Uh, but I can't be excited. And really, another Dragon Age game? Do we need another one? See, that's the thing I get behind, too, is that I... The, what bothers me more about it, too, is that not only is it going to be the next series in the Dragon Age franchise, but the problem is, what are you really going to be destroying cover for in a Dragon Age game? I mean, it'd be and now this brings up the point, what do you destroy cover for in RPGs? That's true. That is true. And our final topic of the day. Oh my. I'm so excited. Um, the uh, IGDA, uh, the International Gamers Developers Association, um, apparently had a little, little get-together over the past week, and... Uh, for some reason, some inappropriateness happened. Inappropriate, uh, that's the word. Inappropriateness. Apparently, uh, some scantily clad women decided to get on the stage, were invited on stage. Hired. Excuse me. Hired by, um, well, well, what's the name? Yeti. Yeti. Yeah, yeah, Yeti. Uh, they, were, they were hired by Yeti to get on stage and dance and, and, you know, sort of display what they were playing and so on and so forth. And apparently it was inappropriate. They took inappropriate action. It made me laugh. Because IGDA actually approved all of the entertainment for this conference. Of course conference. they did. Of course they did. Now, the thing that gets me, too, is that uh, you actually heard Santa Chaudhry, the president of the, of the actual organization, <laughs> come out and say, we didn't hire dancers, we hired gamers that Model. also dance. Yeah, give me a break. Come okay. On. So, number one, uh, before we go, I do have to get this in. It's not bad enough to resign, 
Okay, no one should have resigned from this. Okay, it's not that big of a deal. Okay, and before we go, poor Brenda, we get your job back. Yeah, we we we've decided to to plug freeware at the end of every show. Absolutely. And one of the freewares that we want to offer to you is called Game Ranger. Have you ever had the use for, you know, playing old games with friends? You know, all all the old games, ten years and over, Age of Empires, Baldur's Gate, anything that you could possibly imagine. Go get Game Ranger. It's easy to connect with. It's self-explanatory, and it's free. Help yourself to it. For that, I'm Blaster Master. I'm Master Higgins. And that's going to be our first show. Please uh, tune in next week where we'll be talking about anything gaming, be it tabletop, console, or PC. See you later.